When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Got Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Key, I'll start with your Lakers for the first time, Key and J. Will. In two weeks, Nikola Jokic will face a center that will actually fight back. And Anthony Davis. This could be oh, a new wow. development. Oh, like I'm the only one that's thought that. Oh, so I'm the blame. I'm the bad guy now. But I no, said no, that. No, 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 no. Look, look, look Freddie. I, I ain't going to be on Phoenix team next year, so you ain't yeah. wrong. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he'd have gotten a better fight back from tissue, what he saw in that series. But I can't wait to see how this is going to match up because, Key, Jay, you and I remember this. When Key said, Lakers are going to playoffs, they're going to hurt some feelings. Well, they may be about to hurt more than feelings about it being the Western Conference Western Conference Finals and having a chance to get the NBA Finals. At this time, the bubble-licious environment key is not going to be a part of their DNA. You know, it, it's interesting because when you look at the Joker and some of the things that he's able to do, right, that's the one guy that you got to try to figure out who, to, how to eliminate because he does so many different things for his team except play defense. So – when when you look at it, yeah, you can you can let him score a lot of points, but his assist game can hurt you as well. So you've got to try to eliminate that part of his basketball game. Now we got a lot to deal with with him. Uh, Murray, who am I missing? Porter, I'm missing. Uh, yeah, Michael well, Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, Kentavious Caldwell Pope knocking down Caldwell shots. Pope. Yep. I mean, all of those. It's a lot to deal with. I believe that the Lakers are built for it, though. Um, you don't have to necessarily worry about him on the defensive end. You can do what you need to do and score some points, but you got to figure out how to stop him offensively. I think they can do it. I think we can. I believe we can, and I know we can. Yeah, the Lakers can win. The Lakers can can easily find themselves in the championship game. Um uh, a couple things on the, the Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has proven that he's the best defensive player in the playoffs. His ceiling offensively is pretty special. Um, will he get in foul trouble? So, you know, AD is a primary ball defender on the block. The one thing that Jokic is really good at is he gives you a series of ball fakes where being disciplined is imperative, Freddie. Right, yep. Key, like, because he'll get you up in the air. He'll crack into you. Like I said before, he's the type of boxer, like, he wants to fight you in the phone booth all the time. <laughs> so, AD staying out of foul trouble, I think, is going to be imperative. The matches up, the matchups that they have on the defensive end, you're going to have Aaron Gordon guard LeBron. Aaron Gordon has the size and the length. And also, Key, the, the guy who understands what the Lakers want to do to a degree, KCP, who played for the Lakers, and when they won that chip in the bubble, understands like where they are defensively, what they do offensively. It's going to be one hell of a series, man. I, I, I would not have it any other way. Obviously, I think Golden State would have been a great matchup. But I, the Lakers team and who they are right now, they are turning into the best team in the Western Conference, maybe the best team in the league if they mm-hmm. keep 
on this level. So hmm. I, 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 this is something I've been waiting to see, Key. This is your squad versus my squad, who we've been on all year, you know? Well, you got like 12 squads, so I don't know which one really true. I've been on yours. Denver all year. I've been no, on you, Denver you, all year, though. You you said Denver Denver was going to uh, get out of the Western Conference, and now you got the Lakers in Denver. Um, you know, altitude is going to play a part, I'm sure. That's get, You get ready to hear that little narrative about the altitude and all of those sort of things. Um, but I think the Lakers, I think LeBron James, is it, something about a guy like this that's a veteran player that smells it. It's okay. so close, right? Right, And if you look at game six, he knew that he had to do what he needed to do to will his team to victory. AD chipped in after, you know, his head injury. He decided, okay, he was going to play. He chipped in. I'm, I'm sure he'll be better Tuesday night than in that game. But LeBron, he just, just one of them dudes, man. That's all I can say. He's just one of them guys that understands I need to turn it on and get it done. As I said before, Jay and, and Freddie, if this team was constructed at the start of the season with this nucleus of players, we might not even be having a what-if conversation. It would be clear-cut favorites because they would the continuity would be there. Everybody would be in flow in everything. As it stands, though, we're sitting in, in a sweet spot. We really are. Yep. Keyshawn, but also, you guys executed, though, Freddie. They executed. Like yes, we, they we did. talked about yep. – we talked about what was the pregame strategy on Friday, and we said, hey, look, like these are one of the things you have to play inside out. Andrew Wiggins had that upper body uh, issue with the rib cage, and I said, this is straight up, Freddie, this is Cobra Kai, sweep the leg type of stuff, <laughs> right? This And what did you see, Key? What did you see LeBron James do on multiple possessions at the beginning of the game? Backed his tail down. And every time yeah. you saw Wiggins put up his arm bar, that arm bar was digging into his own chest. You Jay. keep getting hit like that. That's why they had the points in the paint advantage. That's why they had the free throw advantage. They were the aggressor. When when L.A. is the aggressor, they are the better team. What did I? What What was one of the first things I said when I came in about LeBron this morning? How big he was. Yeah. Yeah, you Man, saw him up close and personal. Because you saw him. You saw him, weekend, right? After the right. Game. Man, sitting down having dinner and you look at this dude. Man, that dude, and I know he's big. I mean, I you know, you I know, but to really look at him uh-huh. and see, yeah. uh-huh. you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> man, dude, man, dude, so big, man. And then, you know, when you touch somebody's shoulder, you know, you touch him, Jay. And it feels like it breaks your finger. And, man, it's a brick. I was sitting there yeah, saying dude. to myself, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this ain't fair. It's just <laughs> not a fair. Freight train, kid. And I'm not a small dude. Right. That dude was huge. <laughs> T. Key, tell everybody about AD when you saw AD. Oh, yeah, this I'm is, this you, is it's good. Like really tall. Man. It's Avatar. Man, really, really tall. Like, really, really. Like, hey, man, you really tall. He hey, was, man. He was a doorway. The dude was so damn tall. You know me. You know, you know how I am, Jay. I see athletes talk to him. I know him all the time. Be around him. But when you, yeah. when you just, in the moment, you happen to just sit there. And, you know, you sit there and you look at him, you're like, damn, this dude tall. And his arms is all the way on the carpet. You know, it's just like. Arms are all the way on the carpet. You're not going. Knuckles is dragging on the floor. Knuckles going to drag the floor. I mean, it's just. Yeah, man. It's amazing to me to see. You know, and and so So, this is why you get frustrated if something would have happened to Anthony Davis. Because you look at him, you're like, man, you're too damn big to be worried about a fingernail. Kim, I'll go back to that point, right? So Steph and me 
like typically the same height. You're telling me that dude that you saw in Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, this is what makes him so special. That dude who looks like an alien, who's an avatar, who's so tall, so long, really you just tall. said knuckles dragging on the ground, is able to guard Steph Curry on the perimeter for yep. two possessions when he's on an island. That's how special mm-hmm. he is as a talent. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's um, Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's why I said he had the advantage. He yeah. has the advantage because he's big. He can slide. He can move. He's been out in that space before in his basketball career because he played the guard position, so he's not intimidated being outside the box. So when you see him, though, Jay, and I know you see him too in life because you play with y'all mean and the type of dude, but this dude just really tall, like really, (laughs) really, really tall and long. You just, I'm just sitting there like, damn. The reason why he had 20 rebounds in game six, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? 20 rebounds, like Mm -hmm. it's light work. And he can move around where, yeah, the Joker got good uh, footwork and does some things that can hold the ball up high over people. He's not going to be able to do that against Anthony Davis. No, He's just not. And he's not so powerful that when he's down low, he could just boom, 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 AD or whoever's on the blocks in terms of the defense for the Lakers. He's not going to be able to just do that. It's not that this isn't DeAndre Ayton taking advantage of him. It's not going to be that easy. Yeah. Keyshawn, J. No, Will and Max. Not, but- go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Freddie. Keyshawn, no, ahead. J. Will and Max coming to you live from the seaport <laughs> and brought to you by Great Goose on ESPN Radio. I'm still laughing about what Keyshawn said because I've said this for the longest time, and you guys can back me up on this. TV dilutes how big and how talented athletes are. It really, really does. Because Key's a guy that played in the NFL. Jay, you're a guy that played in the NBA. And you're amazed by how mammoth a LeBron is, how mammoth an Anthony Davis is. Man- People don't realize Steph Curry's 6'3". In modern world, he's taller than everybody else. But you don't realize that because he's around all those other dudes that look like Anthony Davis and LeBron James because TV has been so good at diluting how special these guys are, and ladies too, how talented these guys are, but more importantly, how massive these human guys are that you see them on a basketball court, it just fools your eyes. And Keyshawn's eyes weren't fooled anymore, Jay, because he's no, so LeBron man, Jay, personal. Jay, Tristan Thompson is tall, right? He's 6'11". Uh-huh. Man, yeah. he made Tristan Thompson look small to me. He made him look small to me. I'm serious. This dude, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was the colors he was wearing or whatever, this dude was really long and tall. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, damn. You know, and Key, you I got another for you. We'll, we'll go see this game. Like, it, it's like seeing Giannis play. Like, Giannis just as tall almost as AD, like on the perimeter, though. Right. It, it's like wow. it's like KD. Yep. It, there's certain guy, and that's what people, you know, that's why I, I, I told Max, I was like, yo, I give extra credit to Steph because you recognize at that height how much at a disadvantage you are. Because that court, mm-hmm. man, like the – that space on the court, it, it gets gobbled up real quick. If anybody, if y'all were just to go on the NBA court, you'd be like, damn, this big? But then when you see AD or LeBron yep. on the court with eight other guys, you'd be like, damn, this small? Yep. I ain't got no room to operate. <laughs> so it just you know, it just speaks to the greatness that Steph Curry and these guys have. But that's that's where the Lakers have their advantage. And by the way, yo, Keith, shout out to Austin Reeves, man. I mean, yeah, here, 39 here. minutes, 23 points. A dude act like he, 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 he belonged on the court. He belongs on the court. I wonder how much money they're going to have to pay Austin Reeves. It'll be more than he will ever make in three million lifetimes, and he'll take every bit of it because he's been worth every bit of it for the Lakers. Real quick, Jay, I remember when you came to play pickup basketball with us at the ESPN gym where you and Ryan Howes were there that day. And the one thing, one of the guys was sitting on the bench, and he goes, man, 
This court looks a lot smaller with those two guys out there. <laughs> because Jay Will's like this. Ryan Hollins is like that. I said, yeah, shots weren't getting up to the rim. I said, Ryan no. Hollins is another dude that's right. just he, really, t- he's really he, tall. And he's seven <laughs> feet and he's solid. And I said, now imagine 10 guys like that out there. That's what an NBA game looks like. My nickname, my nickname for Ryan, you know, Ryan from the crib. So my mm-hmm. nickname for him is Big for no reason. Really? That's what we're no, doing? Just, just big for no reason. I always, always big for no me, reason. Just, don't call him a no waste of talk. He, he's not no, a waste of talk. Waste of talk. Yeah. Man playing the NBA. How can, I, how can I do that? Man. No, that's that's mine to him, though. That's just, you know, big for no reason because he's too damn big. Can you, met, you met those people before, a where a dude walking around 6'8", like, oh, you play ball? He'd be like, nah. He'd be like, Man, <laughs> well, no, six you waste eights, the tall, right? I no, never heard six that before. Eight, six eights, six eights can be a waste of tall. If you over six eight, a waste of that's tall. tough. That's what? tough. When you when you six nine, six ten, eleven, seven feet, and don't play and you, no sports, and you ain't and you don't play. No, but I, if you seven feet, you playing. I don't care how awkward you are, you playing. Oh, it'll be awkward. It it'll be a scene <laughs> if you're seven feet and can't play. <laughs> you're no, on the court. But yeah. they're going to make you play. They're going to get you ready. Yeah, yeah, How many seven-footers have you seen driving uh, trucks? Not many. <laughs> Let's just I, move I, I met a this. lot of them, though, Key. I yeah. met a lot of them. Oh, you, <laughs> Jay, speaking from experience. I met a lot of them. <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, like we mentioned, presented by the Seaport, coming to you live courtesy of Grey Goose. And we mentioned the Golden State Warriors. Is their title run now over despite the excuses they made after losing the Lakers in that series? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, ESPN2, ESPNU. I can't wait to hear what Key and J. Will are going to say about what Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors said. They lose the six games to the Lakers. And he said this was not a championship roster. We took it as far as we could. 
This group definitely maxed out what we could do. Um, you know, it wasn't a championship team. We didn't win it. So, uh, sucks. But that's our reality. That doesn't mean our core changes. That doesn't mean our core can't do it again. Like, I mean, they said we couldn't do it again last year. We did it. They said we missed the playoffs this year. We did it. But guess what? We don't We don't do moral victory, so we lost. Um, and this was not a championship group um, as it stands. And But we have champions, and we're made up of champions. And when you are a champion, when you have that mindset, you just go back to the drawing board, retool, refigure it out, and go do it again. Jay, what your thoughts? I mean, this is not the same championship team from last year. Otto Porter Jr. was on that team. Um, Damian Lee was on that team. Toscano Anderson was on that team. They had a lot of different core. Um, obviously, GP, the second, you know, missed up a major part of the season. You had Andrew Wiggins, who missed a stint due to a family issue for a while. Um, I think this was a this was a, a tough year for Golden State and what they were able to do on the road. The, the question for Joe Lacob and Bob Myers is going to take some time to kind of understand what he wants to do, and they're still trying to make a decision on that as it relates to him as a GM. But the, the, the main thing is now that the CBA has changed, you know, how much is Joe Lacob willing to go over the cap right. due to how he will get taxed with the, this legacy core? Clay Thompson is up. Uh, if Clay T- Thompson were to take a discount, I'm sure they would be love to have him back. Would Clay see more value on the market? Uh, maybe a team like L.A., maybe a team that wants to pay him top-end dollar. Um, I still think a team would pay top-end dollar for Clay, even though we uh, we saw him not have that great of a series. He still had a heck of a year overall. And uh, then what Draymond Green decides to do. So I, I think there are a lot of questions looming out about you know what this team does moving forward, but I, I still think there's a high percentage that, those three guys could be back together next year, running it back. And I think they should be back. Uh, you know, Draymond didn't say that the, the roster, he just said the cha- this is not a championship. They, we didn't have a championship team. Doesn't mean that, that the top seven guys on the team aren't championship guys. It just means that they didn't come to form. It didn't gel at the time that it should have. And he's right. They lost. So they're not a championship team. They lost. But in terms of the core group, this is the same Six or seven guys from a year ago. This is the same group of guys that played important roles for them when they won a championship. Now, they just got to figure out how to add a few little wrinkles, maybe here and there. And that's it. And I think they run it right back. It's not, look, they didn't play well on the road. Okay, anytime you have the type of players that they have and the Hall of Famers they have, it's disappointing when you can't finish the deal. Right. But... They ran up against a better team that was probably slightly more motivated, so to speak, that was starving to win another championship, that was grinding it out. So the Warriors shouldn't be feeling like, oh, we got to blow this up or this isn't going to work. We should just get rid of everybody and keep Steph. No, they should just try to figure out. What are the two or three other little pieces that they need to make another run at it again? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Here's something else. More than ever before, as great as Steph is still going to be and Clay's going to rebound, and, Jay, I'm with you. I can see him taking a less of a deal and maybe have a more of a year-to-year deal, like three years, and it won't be as much mm-hmm. money per year. Instead of making over the $40 million that he can make for the one year, the final year of his contract. 
But the West has told the Golden State Warriors, you better find a low post guy that can score. I don't care where you have to find that guy. They thought they had that guy, James Wiseman. That project turned out to be a failure for the Golden State Warriors. If you're going to do the Nikola Jokic's and the Anthony Davis's and the people like that in the world, you better find a guy that you can throw the ball into and reduce that kind of pressure on Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, and also Klay Thompson. And maybe the most important piece that they should worry about losing, not so much Klay, not so much Draymond, that general manager Bob Myers, who's put this together. Because that guy's been able to keep them at a championship level outside of injuries where they've been able to do this and make that work. If he decides he wants another challenge to go somewhere else, then you hope that maybe Mike Dunleavy Jr. can step into that. But guys like Bob Myers, Jay Will and Key, those guys don't go on trees, grow on trees and making that work to a championship level when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. Well, look, I, I played with Mike Dunleavy Jr. Uh, we played together for three years in, in college. Uh, I've spoken to him before about Bob Myers, and obviously I've had relationships with Bob, you know, going back to the KD time. So uh, there's no doubt Bob is one of the best there is in the game. Um, that relationship between him and Joe Lakeups in the franchise uh, is in a really interesting spot. Do I think Mike Dunleavy Jr. could do a good job? I would support Mike. I think that is one hell of a job to walk into with Steph on, you know, four or five years before his window closes as being, you know, maybe a top five player in the league, which he is. Um but you, you you paid Jordan Poole. Yeah. You paid him a lot of money. And he was straight trash um, in the playoffs, man. He, he was not good. You paid Andrew Wiggins a lot of money. You got Clay's contract coming up. You got Dre's contract coming up. Um, you know, what are Dre and uh, Clay willing to accept when they're, their legacy? I mean, the, the, the four championships would not be there without those two key cogs. So – I, I, I do not envy the position uh, that Joe Lakeup is in right now. I, I think it's a really tough one. But like I said before, I, I, I think I would bet that Dre, Clay, and Steph find a way to partner up to come back and make another run at it. We'll see. With Golden State, all of a sudden, a future that is still a future, we'll see if they'll be able to figure that out to be a championship team, even though Draymond Green says they completely maxed out trying to make it back-to-back in this last season. We got the Lakers, Denver Nuggets. They're going to be on one side of the Western Conference Finals. Boston Celtics, 76 on the other side in the Eastern Conference Finals. All that gets started on Tuesday. All that coverage right here on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, you can hit us up anytime you want at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And if you're a GM and your star player has acted like we've seen John Morant has acted like the last couple of months outside the basketball court, how would you handle that situation? We'll get an answer to that next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Always appreciate you joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Got Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Coleman in for Max Kellerman. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. And John Morant once again in the news for all the wrong reasons, even though he's still a star player for the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA. Let's bring in Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, former NFL executive, a great follow on Twitter, Real Tannenbaum. And kind of crossing platforms here, Mike, if you're the GM of the Memphis Grizzlies, I know you've been a lot of, with a lot of NFL teams. How would you handle this kind of situation involving them once again and John Moran? Yeah, good morning, Frank. Great to be with you guys. I'm talking to him about a partnership here and how collectively we could get to where we want to go, not only on the court and win championships, hopefully multiple championships, but you as a person help grow and develop. And obviously, you've made some bad decisions. And candidly, what's the biggest concern, it's more than one. You know, he had the bump in the road a couple of weeks ago. He served the suspension. I think everyone had hoped that uh, lesson learned and we were moving on, but clearly that hasn't happened. So in my experience, when a player's had the same issue more than once, it's very serious. And I think you want to really take a deep dive with him, get him the help that he needs so he could come through this on the other end and have the great career he deserves. You know, Mike, not to place blame on any one organization or executives or anything like that but how much do I look at the organization in this situation and the reason I'm asking you this because I'm gonna ask you something after this to follow up key I think it's totally fair because you know look he is a, a superstar he is a transcendent player and we know in sports it's about winning and that's just the reality of it so you have to give him all the resources and do a deep dive. Like, who are you hanging around? Why did it happen? Like, really understand the decision-making process, the support system. And key, I think your point's really fair because after that first suspension, if I'm the owner or the GM, I'm putting in together a process and support structure so he really has a chance to thrive, again, not only on the court but off the court. So I'd be looking at everything now that it happened a second time. Neither you or I are in the NFL anymore, so it doesn't matter. You can open up the book to me because I never asked Coach Parcells this, but I know you were part of the front office at the New York Jets. Bill would have me followed by our security team to find out what I was doing at night and just to, to figure out who I was. Why was that? Why, why was that put in place? You can tell me. I ain't going to get mad. I, I, I really don't know. But I will. But here's what I can say, Key, and to this day, this is true. And I'll, I'll bring it forward to, to Laramie Tunsil, who we drafted in Miami. We do spend a lot of time trying to get to know the people around uh, the players and their backgrounds, their support. I, one of my big beliefs in life is who you are is how you treat people that can't help you, the waiter, the waitress, the equipment manager. Um, and we spend a lot of time looking at the support system of players. And Laramie Tunsil had a historic bump in the road at the 2016 draft. He was the number one player on our board. We took him at 13 because we knew he was a great person, a great son to his mother, a great teammate to his teammates, and it was an opportunity. So, look, I don't know what every team does in every situation, but what I can tell you, like, backgrounds are important, and, um, you know, hopefully this situation they can get it solved. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
MT, you know, um, I, I think the NBA has a responsibility here to make a statement that this is not acceptable or allowed. I, I think, you know, my biggest thing that I was talking to the guys about here is it's not a Second Amendment conversation. It's a responsible gun owner conversation. And when you start seeing somebody who flippantly is playing with guns um, after they've gone through a series of uh, pushbacks, right, from the league, from their team, um, the quote-unquote supposed help that he received for a couple of days, which we all know we took for face value, wasn't he wasn't really getting help, right? It was, it was more so like, hey, here's what my PR team, we came up with this decision, here's how we're going to present it, and hopefully – more things will happen in the world, and let's just get back to playing basketball. But there's obviously a, a problem here. There's a major problem here. And if you were somebody within the league, NBA or NFL, how would you address this from a league perspective? Yeah, Jay, well, those are good points. I even go to the NBA PA because, again, this is in everyone's best interest. And we talk a lot about this with Jalen Carter in the pre-draft process of the NFL about – Jalen Carter's behavior, either directly or indirectly, you know, two people passed away. And when John Morant is waving a gun the way he has, at least we know of twice, we're not talking about victimless situations. Like, you're talking about worst-case scenario where people can die. And to your point, this is not something that you can just, hey, let's put out a PR program and, and have a couple of Zooms with a psychologist and we're all good. Like, clearly there is something systemically wrong here you know, between him and maybe the it's the people he's hanging out with or it's a combination of both. And he needs a lot of help here. And whether it's a suspension, whether it's mandatory therapy or a combination thereof, it's the team. Candidly, it should be the agent. It should be the league and the Players Association all working together. So hopefully, guys, in three months, six months from now, this is a great lesson learned and he can have a fulfilling life off the court and hopefully win championships on the court. But I agree, this can't be taken lightly, one, because we're talking about guns, and secondly, it's happened more than once. Mike, the Philadelphia 76 has had another disappointing season, and you've been in situations where you've had to make adjustments in the offseason and talk to coaches and players, not bring them back, bring them back or whatever. How difficult is it, though, when you have a, a good team, a nucleus like this, to just decide to you're going to hit the button and blow it up and get rid of everybody and bring in new people. Yeah, Keith, these are really hard conversations. I think Philly's closer to winning than not. And when you have the league MVP and Joel Embiid and you have someone like James Harden, I'm trying to collect maybe another player or two. Is Dame Lillard available? Uh, you know, what point guard can we get? Because if you go the other way and start trying to rebuild again, you know, this team's been through the process, it seems now, you know, for the, this entire century. They haven't been to a, a conference file since I think it's 2001. So to me, you've got to be honest and sober of where you are. But if you say, hey, it's Milwaukee, it's Miami, and it's the Celtics, we're right there. Again, this was game seven. Jason Tatum had a historic game. I think they're closer, not further away. I was disappointed, surprised what Harden said about Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a championship coach, um, so that was disappointing. But to me, I'm trying to get one more piece to bring in and not dis dismantle this team that, in my opinion, is pretty close. Well, how would you handle that based on what James Harden had to say because he did take a shot at Doc Rivers? How would you handle that as a general manager if you believe your coach is still the coach, but you do need that guy in James Harden to get better and be better to help out Joel Embiid? Yeah, Freddie, I, I would tell him a couple things. One, I'd sit him down today in my office and say, hey, look, 
You can have your opinions about the coach. There's a time and a place, and you saying something publicly, one, isn't helping our organization. And candidly, James, it's not helping you because people are going to look at it that you're making an excuse. You could have played better. We could have coached better. I could have been a better general manager. But you don't call people out, and you support your coaches with love and admiration, and there's a time and a place for us to make that decision. Your job is to play. Our job is to evaluate the coach. And what you're saying to the other teams is, like, you're making excuses. So that's not in your best interest or our best interest. So I would nip that in the bud. I was disappointed because I think Doc Rivers has done a pretty good job, candidly. So, again, he's a great talent. I would try to keep him and, again, try to add one more piece to that puzzle. Hit him on Twitter, Real Tannenbaum. He's a great foul, does a great job. He's an ESPN NFL front office inside. He is Mike Tannenbaum, always gracious with his time. Joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Always a pleasure, Mike. Take care and be well, my friend. All right, MT. All right, thanks, guys. Nice little setup Mike Tannenbaum had back there, hanging out at Casa de Tannenbaum, had the whole thing set up. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of jealous Casa about that. You still, you still feel like you're stumbling over my name. Are you, afraid, st- are you afraid you're going to say Kayshawn? No, I want to make sure that no, there's no doubt that. because your name is Keyshawn. Your mama called you Keyshawn. No, see, it rolled, off, you your, see, it rolled off your tongue better right there. Like you, 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 I didn't realize there was a level rolling off the tongue when it came to your name. No, you're like Keyshawn, bam, like just smooth. It, it, it's a, there's a, <laughs> no, really? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What you think, Yates? You think it's like a hesitation or something? I feel like it I is. I mean, it's it probably gotta, is. I can't dispute that. Gotta, it probably gotta get, is. Got to get the voice roll, because, warmed up a little bit. Because I want to make sure that we don't have any kind of conversation about if I say K or key. I want to make sure we avoid that whole thing. So there's a hes- there is a hesitation. Oh, I, 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 I didn't can, deny I can that. Hear it. No, I could hear it. That's why I'm like, he's getting ready to fumble. No, I'm not going to fumble we that. we can figure this out in therapy for a couple of days. You know, yeah, that's all. This has all the kumbaya moment. You're right, you're right, Jay. This, We're building. This has like tree-hugging moments written all over that when it comes to Keyshawn's name <laughs> and, and, and my potential <laughs> fumble when it comes to that. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. And you can't wait, and we can't wait either. When it comes to a call that has a wild conspiracy theory, when it comes to a lottery that does not involve money, that's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Thanks for being a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, TuneIn, and ESPN2. It's always the hard ticket when it comes to KJM, and Hot Ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets and experience it live. Brian in Chicago, hit us up right now at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 
729-3776. We got the NBA draft lottery tomorrow. It's called the Victor Wimbiana sweepstakes. Many people lead that young man from France to 7-3. He'll be the next great player in the NBA. He could be a Giannis only with a better jump shot. But Brian in the great city of Chicago has a wild theory about that. Brian, what is your theory about the NBA lottery tomorrow? We in the building, baby. The theory is Michael Jordan will finally get his first pick. Victor <laughs> goes to Charlotte. Him and LaMelo team up. LaMelo doesn't go out to Keys team, unfortunately. It never happens. He stays in Charlotte. And Michael hires Monty Williams. And they have the next superstar duo. What do you think about that idea? That dream. I, I love I- I love it. I, I like the dream. Okay. Uh, just to let you know, the Charlotte Hornets are up for sale. So, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting to see who the who the new owner is of that franchise. So that might crush your, your Michael Jordan dream. Mm-hmm. But victory to Charlotte could actually happen. So he's getting so so Jay. He's getting rid of. I thought he was only, he's getting rid of all of it. I thought it was a piece of it, but it's all of it. I I don't I don't know what, but I know a, a major piece of it is coming up for sale. Yeah, he won't be you part know, of day to day operations. The streets right? on stuff like that, Key. Yeah, he. <laughs> MJ like man, I can't, I can't do this. Anymore. <laughs> this this <laughs> constant <aging>. failure, <laughs> that constant what? failure, not succeeding. Yeah, that's a blow to his ego. But you know what's so crazy though? When you think about it, did he buy the team? Did he buy the team to turn, win championships, or did he buy the team for an investment purpose? Like what? what you Why know, can't it be people, both? Why can't it be both? Though? It, it could be both. You know Keith. how tough it is to win a championship in Charlotte. Small I mean, it was tough like for that? it was tough for Mark Lazary to win a championship in Milwaukee. I mean, but they found Giannis. Yeah, but with Milwaukee the draft pick is and, bigger than Charlotte, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's all about and the Milwaukee draft. It's about who you draft and how you retain it, too, right? Yeah, 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 true. But when it comes but to Mike, they, did, yeah. they drafted Giannis, so I mean, that, that's right. who they got. It's all through the draft, you yeah. know. No, yeah. right, that's true. They did. They did draft Giannis. That's true, but it's just. I don't know. It just seems like it's just hard to. No matter who buys Chicago, I mean uh, Charlotte, it's just going to be hard to to produce a championship caliber team. Well, when you're Michael Jordan, all you I'm can, saying, Freddie, if I yeah, if you can get into a franchise, and imagine like you know, this is 15 years ago. These guys are getting into their franchises for mm-hmm. 230 million, right? You know, and and now you're talking about them selling majority stakes of these franchises worth two and three billion dollars. Exactly. Look at the commanders. Look at the commanders. Into it for the growth, or did he get into it? To win a championship. That's that's well, all I'm saying. With, with someone who has an ego like Michael Jordan, you don't get into something to fail when it comes to it. I don't care no, if you're not, you're not failing. You're not getting into it to fail, but at the end of the day, your, your thought process going in is, okay, I'm going to try to see if I can win a championship. But I know this is going to be hard because of the marketplace that I'm in. But I'm going to try, but... I'm only going to give it so much time. That's all I'm saying. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's it. Because when you think about big teams and big cities outside of Milwaukee, I mean, everything else is big that, that's in the finals and winning. And Charles more of a college basketball town anyway. Yeah. That's ACC country. Jay, you know that. Duke, North Carolina, North Carolina State, CIAA. That's college basketball I, down I, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all that sounds right. I mean, but <laughs> – there it goes, Key. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> What's the butt? If, if, Go ahead. If we were to really, if we were to really, Freddie, break down a lot of their draft selections, 
mm-hmm. over the last decade, mm-hmm. like last fifteen, you'd be like, "Oh man, this mm-hmm. is not. This is not." You, I dare you good. talk like that. Never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> nope, not to his face. Nope. No, no, not at all. Whatever you I say, dare Mike. you Smart. say that about Mike. Smart. Yeah. Nope, not on brand for me, Key. I'm trying to be an owner. <laughs> it's smart. Don't alienate somebody you may have to be in business with. Man, look. Yeah. <laughs> John in Pittsburgh, my friend. What do you got to say? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Oh, man. Hollywood writers couldn't write this. When you look at the – remember Joel Embiid said um, he was complaining about defense. Oh, you look at defense, the numbers don't mean anything. It's not about defense. Who cares about numbers? Then what happens? Everyone's saying, ah, Jokic can't play defense. Uh, Joel Embiid's clearly the better defender. Only for him to get cooked in a game seven, pivotal pivotal game seven. I mean, the list goes on and on, the um, narratives when it comes to Joel Embiid. Jokic can't play in the playoffs. That's why he's not the MVP. And this dude can't even get to the second round. I mean, it's just one thing after the other. I could list off so many examples, but it all comes to light. Everyone's getting exposed. All their hot takes. <laughs> wow. All the boring player. Wow. The boring player. You must be oh, talking to me. Free, free are you talking to me? Are you, are you talking to me? It sounds like you're talking merchant. to me, man. John DePrisco uh, came out to somebody. You and ain't, and I'm, it's not like you going after you me, that man. Special. You ain't that special. It's a whole list of people Tell them, that were saying Tell stuff them, like wow. that. Well, it sounds like Freddie, you're attacking me. I know he's not Freddie, attacking me. I'm is, just filling this, in. <laughs> Freddie, this what is what we talked about on the show. We've talked about this for a while. You uh-huh. know, Alan Gates, Pat Costello. Uh-huh. He talked about mm-hmm. like, you know, Joel Embiid, the MVP, was a really big thing. Right. But we said if Denver advances and goes further, yeah. all, all this stuff ends up being used against him, which it shouldn't be if you're being realistic about it. Right. It, but it shouldn't be, but we you know, know how that goes. low-hanging fruit but, conversation but, 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 goes. But, you know what I mean? But, Jay, but Jay, I thought the MVP was a regular season award is what they told me. <laughs> yeah. Right? Stop that. It is a regular Stop causing trouble, Alan. I just want to know what the rules are for, 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 for grading the MVPs when they don't win. Stop causing trouble, Alan. Because if, if, if Jokic <laughs> can get that pass when he won them joints and lost in the playoffs, then, then MB's, MB's the getting pass. that joint too. How about that? You're right. I feel John. like one dude. I feel like he was attacking John. He really was. John came for you hard. Yeah, too. he John should have just said my name. No, you don't have to beat around the bush. I'm the only dude who said he's boring. That's well, all. I'm you, the one who said it's boring. You don't me. really mean that though. You don't really it, mean Is Jokic boring. really boring. Boring. boring? Come on now. He's not really? boring. No, when I when I when I, when I say boring, it just doesn't like he's already at the rim. He's not jumping. Like it just it's like dude is just too big. But the guy's a scientist, man. I know, but it's just—it's uh, not my liking, you know. Some people like Popeye's chicken. Some mm-hmm. people like Kentucky Bo- Fried Chicken. Oh, some people like Bojangles I, chicken. I don't like Bojangles. Well, look, I you know, take that back. I like Bojangles. <laughs> I don't like the name. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, what? Like he came correct quick, quick didn't he? Like Bojangles? He came correct quick, didn't he? Yeah, I, I, I don't like I the go name. right there for like the biscuits, Key. Yeah, I know. I I do all that. I'm not a KFC guy, but yeah. I'm a Popeyes guy. You That's hold, all I'm saying. You better Same hold, thing. You better hold Yoko give but your see, legs it, a fifty piece in a biscuit in this series, man. Yeah, this is the matchup, though. This is this is this is Jokic, your boring guy. Yep. Who you don't like to watch play? Uh huh. About to go against but I'm AD. Forced to watch you, How man. would you frame AD? Who's AD to you? If Jokic is Ooh, born, who's good, AD? Good question. AD is exciting to me if he's healthy. So he's Bojangles compared to KFC that is Jokic. Oh, you mean chicken-wise? Sure. Yeah. Popeye. He Popeye sure. 100%. Not? He's Popeye's? He Popeye's. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think we just And, and who's Jokic? Jokic is who? Churches. 
Man, church's chicken. Oh, you with oh, oh, you with gas station? You ain't gonna do that to my. Oh, church's chicken. You ain't gonna chicken. do that to my guy. You gonna have to put name my guy. You got to put hot sauce. You got to do a whole lot to get it right. Come on, man. Have you ever had church's chicken? Yes and no. No, I'm being Jay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is Church's Chicken good to you? No. No. <laughs> no. That's why I don't let you do that to my man. But, but you'll eat it. It's, it's, you'll eat it. It's okay. You can do no. something with it. No. He's not. I mean, no. Yeah, he's he, Bojangles. Right. I'll give, give him Bojangles. Yeah, he's more Bojangles than Church's. Come on, Yogi. y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. up here. That's what y'all trying to do. Oh my. Well, well, Your J- guy out, Yates. That's what y'all trying to do now. Yeah, nah, no. I would have gave him a different chicken, but we got like five seconds. Yeah. Man, and Jason, the and Jason Tater was no chicken. Find out that next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.